Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm your host, Maisel Reem, and on this podcast, we talk about well-being, creativity, and living an intentional life. I am really excited about this new season, as we'll be introducing new guests to share and learn from their stories. And today, we have our first guest. Yes, this is our first guest. Her name is Ida Frank. She's an Oslo-based filmmaker, and we'll be talking about how she got into film and why, as well as how being creative has had a profound effect on her personal growth and how working on her personal growth has affected her creative work. It is my pleasure to welcome Ida Frank as our first guest to the Rehla podcast. Enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so today we are interviewing Ida Frank. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you for being part of this. Girl, I am so grateful and thankful for you wanting me oh. to be here. I'm so excited because you've been with, on my journey for such a long time. Mm. So I actually met Ida through a collective gold girl crush a couple of years ago. We sort of met there, started speaking every now and then, just mm. like, hey and bye and how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we had more contact throughout the years. Yeah. We don't remember how exactly. <laughs> no. Not, and now it's just been so, like, it's been so long. Yeah. The la- like, the last couple of years is just, like, mashed together. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know when was, like, when what started or... Yeah. But it's just nice. I feel like... We've just connected. Like, I know, on a deeper level. Yeah. But it's been so interesting to see how I've grown throughout my creative journey mm. and then where you are right now. And I think it makes sense because I feel like mentally and even spiritually, we're sort of like in the same wavelength. Yeah. And it just makes sense when we like connect, when we speak. Mm. Um, and just watching you do your work and all the projects that you have, it's like, shit, this is so dope. Um, Girls, tame, look at ooh. you. And it's like, I feel like it's so natural as well. Like yeah. we have like our own separate journeys yeah. and it, it's like we, it can go weeks or months without <laughs> us talking yeah. and then we like catch up and it's just like no time like yeah. passed. You know, I just remembered when I was uh, in London, when I had mm. moved to London and we wouldn't, sp- we had not spoken in a couple of months and then we had that one conversation for like an hour or something <laughs> and we were like, just like talking, talking, talking. I was like, oh, one of first of all, I miss I missed you so much. But at the mm. same time, it felt like you have this sort of like not safety, but just like love and appreciation for the friendship. Mm. And I think that's when I really appreciated our friendship on a deeper level. Same because it's so hard to stay in touch with people when you're living in two different countries, and you know you're working or studying and trying to hustle and get mm. your things up. Maintaining friendship sometimes can be so difficult. So at that time when that happened, I was like, oh, thank I you, think, God, for yeah, you, though, and this I think, is a great friendship. Oh, right back <laughs> at you. This is just like us basically just <laughs> worshipping each other. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, we'll come to the interview. <laughs> when is this interview actually beginning? No, but like, I think that's when, I think that's when we like connected on a different level. Yeah. And I just think we started having this understanding of like how we are doing these separate things but we can like support each other and cheer each other on like no matter what and i think that's so great yeah Yeah. so ida is a filmmaker but you did photography first didn't you because i remember when we first met you were studying 
Mm. So I think you were doing both in the beginning, like photography and video. And then now you're more focused on filmmaking or am I wrong? Um, well, I, I kind of started, uh, well, I started like when I was studying in A-levels or like, yeah. is that high school, college? I don't know, high school? I, I think it's high school, yeah. yeah high school, Something A-levels, like that, yeah. yeah. Um, I started that and studied media and communication mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to be a sales photographer. But then it kind of quickly changed to film in the second year. Mm. Um, but I've kind of kept stills photo photography as like a side thing that yeah. I do just for fun mm. and then in the later years I've kind of started taking some headshots for actors and like doing that a little bit for artists um and getting more into that again but that's not like my main focus yeah it's mainly film and yeah. mainly writing directing and producing uh, what about film was it that really captivated you then I think it's just, uh, I think it's about getting the opportunity to tell stories mm-hmm. and create stories visually. Um, I've always loved writing and kind of, I think that's also a really amazing how you can creating a, like a image in the mind mm-hmm. when you read. Like painting a picture. Yeah, like yeah. painting a picture. And then film is kind of the same, just more actually visual visual mm. than writing, um, obviously. But <laughs> but yeah, and I think also maybe it just comes or derives from... Because I used to do music a lot before um, in my younger years. <laughs> um, I feel so old now when I say that. <laughs> but like when I was like... Uh, from sixth grade until like tenth grade, or even in high school A levels, mm-hmm. I was like really pushing music. Like I wanted to study music and become like a musician, mm-hmm. but then I chose media because I was like, I don't want to become a song teacher or a sound technician. Mm-hmm. Like I want to. If I'm gonna do music, I want to do it just for fun and to live from it yeah but i didn't see that like as a like a long term yeah mm-hmm. salute like yeah and and i think i was right in not choosing that because now when i've chosen film and gone that way mm-hmm. i still got to create stories through film yeah and that's also what songwriting is about you know it's about telling stories um sharing from your like what you go through uh and base it off of your own experiences, your own feelings, um, your own stories, and for others to kind of connect to that. But it's really funny because lately I've started to reconnect with music again because I kind of put that on a shelf and just like, I'm going to do it as a hobby. And then I just never did. I was just like, okay, film, 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 film. And I just super neglected it. (laughs) But now lately, this year, uh, I just like started picking up guitar again. Oh my God. And I've been writing music. <gasps> no uh, way! Yeah, this is the <laughs> first time I'm hearing about this. That yeah. is so dope. And I sing a Wait, lot. Wait, sorry. Did you start doing that then when, when sort of Corona started happening and, you know, we didn't have much time to, like, maybe go out and do stuff? Or um, do you, was it just, like, a natural thing? You're like, I'm just going to yeah, pick up the... Yeah, I basically um, started singing a lot more after I moved into the new, like, shared uh, household that I'm living now or, like, yeah. flat. Um... Because, like, uh, one of my housemates, Carlo, TNS, shout out. <laughs> Check him out on Spotify. 
He um, he's a musician and an uh, artist. Um, so he sings a lot, you know, obviously oh. in our house. And so it made me just start sing with him and just sing along. And I'm just it kind of just woke something mm. like inside of me very deep. Yeah. And uh, and then when Corona came and quarantine, I was just like, oh, kind of like, hmm, should I should I just pick? Should I just start picking back, like picking guitar back up? Yeah. Just for fun. Mm. And then I just started doing that. And then one thing kind of led to another. And yeah. now I'm just like, oh shit, this is great. Oh. And I feel like it's, I, I believe that everything has a meaning yeah. or, you know, like, I think, and you are like that as well. Like yeah. everything happens for a reason. And I think that I was supposed to be away from music for those years, yeah. like five to seven years. I don't know how mm. long it has been. Um, but it makes sense because now I feel like I'm writing or creating music in a totally different way than I did back then. Because yeah. then I kind of try back then I kind of tried to write about all these things I clearly didn't know really anything about. You know, <laughs> love and like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there was some things there, but I think I just needed to just live, mm. you know, and just be and have all of these different processes with life and yeah. people and friends and family and go through things mm. and find myself in new ways. Yeah. And now I'm kind of reconnected in a whole new way and it feels so much more right. Mm. And I feel like it's fun because I'm not sure if it's even going to go anywhere yeah. and I'm not doing it for it to go anywhere. It's yeah. just like, I'm just reconnecting as like a, it's just fun. Yeah. If something comes out of it, cool. Yeah. But I have like this whole completely different mindset. Cause when I was like 16, I had this big dream that I was going to be a superstar. You know, I wanted to be like the Jonas Brothers oh. and like Miley Cyrus, <laughs> Selena Gomez. And yeah. like, I just wanted, but I wouldn't have been ready. Mm back then you know i just i was in love with this idea yes of like what i thought that would be like mm. and now i'm just like that's not even what i want i don't even want that like, yeah i just want to you're just happy when you're creating yeah this is about something i'll also learn throughout my journey because i started like i've always been you know doing stuff by hand like embroidery knitting sewing and then crochet and i've taken crochet more seriously but i've had my transition from like doing crochet just for fun and then doing crochet because I'm like, oh shit, I can actually make money from this. Mm. Let's start selling. And then my mind went into this like sell, sell, sell. Mm. Um, and then I didn't. It wasn't fun anymore. Mm. And then I had to dip out and get back to like, but why did I start in the first place? Like this used to be something I really liked. Mm. And when I start connecting with myself again and working on myself and what I stand for and why I do what I do mm. suddenly became more fun yeah and now it's more like you know what if it takes off cool if it doesn't cool like mm. I'm doing something that I enjoy yeah so I feel like it's so important that you've also found that because I think it's also healthier let's say if you're I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I can imagine if you're doing film 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 the whole mm. week or months you might get tired or you might need just a break to get some inspiration from somewhere else. Mm. And maybe just by zoning out and playing your guitar or writing music, mm. that'd be, be like a break for you. Mm. Or maybe you'll have some other inspiration from it in a way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I feel like lately. Mm. It's like, yeah, like you're saying, a way to kind of re like disconnect from other things and just like have some like you time or like me time. Yeah. You know, you just have the time to just create yeah. and like just doesn't matter what you write or like what melody you come up with you're just like in the moment and yes. you're just like having maybe maybe it's just in like 30 minutes or an hour where you can just like 
unwind. And I think that's why I've like also really liked it because yeah, it just gives uh, some somewhere else to have your focus yeah. for a while. And I love film. Like film is my big passion. Yeah. Like that's what I'm like working super hard to like you know get up in the business <laughs> with. But um, but but yeah, I think I think that's. Because I've been, I think we've been talking about this also, like, um, between ourselves. Yeah. That I think that it's such a wrong mindset in the creative industry to limit ourselves to mm-hmm. just, like, one thing. Because there's there's this idea yeah. that when you are a creative, you're supposed to, like, choose one thing, one thing, and then work on that super, super hard, mm-hmm. get super well, like, so good that no one else can beat you. But I think that's such a terrible mindset because mm-hmm. when you are a creative, you are not just one thing. You have all these different things. Like mm-hmm. maybe you paint, maybe you crochet, maybe you write, yeah. maybe you sing, maybe you have an instrument that you like to play. Yeah. And like, I think that when we like start limiting ourselves, that is when we lose ourselves because you get too obsessed on getting super well in this one thing, but maybe you could actually get the best at that one thing if you also combine it with these other yeah. small things and get inspiration from them as well exactly because yeah. i think yes maybe you can choose like one thing that you want to have your main focus on or like yeah. three things maybe like me like in within film i do writing directing and producing as like my main focus areas yeah but i'm also always open to like edit or yeah. you know do other things like i'm a Like, I like to say that I'm a potato. Yeah. You know, like how a potato can be used in ev- almost every dish. Yeah. And just, like, so it just slides in there, like, hello, I'm the potato. Okay. Like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> you know? So, I think you definitely need to be open. But I think it's just, yeah. I think me reconnecting with music is also just showing me that, again, that... Mm. I, I'm so right with like having that mindset yeah. that we shouldn't close off other things just to do, do those one thing. one thing or those three things. Yeah, ultimately we are creative. Yeah. And creative creativity just flows mm-hmm. all over the place. Definitely. And I think that is what's going to bring us more abundance yeah. in our creative lives when we allow ourselves to be all those things that we can yeah. be and definitely explore my mm. my thing has just been to follow your curiosity and i feel like when i followed mine fair enough like we were speaking about focusing on one thing but my one thing or the stuff that i've done to me in my eyes are like oh they fit together mm. so it's not something that completely random mm. which makes sense mm. um so all of the other stuff that i do just sort of helps that one thing to blossom mm. and helps me to flourish as well mm. i wanted to ask whether because we were talking about inspiration and how you know you play guitar every now and then or every now and then but when you play guitar do, do you feel like you get other inspiration from that or when you're filming where do you usually get inspiration have you had moments of like feeling stuck and mm. feeling like you you want to you have an idea of what you want to create or write yeah but you're just like shit nothing is like really coming and i'm yeah. not sure how to you know articulate the image i'm having in my mind or in my oh, vision yeah. yeah yeah oh yes girl. <laughs> we are all there you know at different moments um i think everyone is different and i think that's also what i find super interesting and like yeah. inspiring because i keep learning like from people around me when I talk to people about like 
where do you find your inspiration how do you get your ideas and and they tell me like how they get their ideas and I'm just like wow that's not how I do like that's not how I get <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's so interesting like how our brains are so different and um so what brings you then how do you yeah. collect your story do, you, do uh, you have a ritual even or well i wish no <laughs> no i think for me it's uh it's i don't have just one thing mm. like i don't have like one way yeah uh I, i i often find myself actually like discovering new ways that it comes to mm, me that's so best. like a lot of times like i'm just like oh this is not how I've like this hasn't happened before, but now it's here. Why does Mel just why does why was I just why might as well just embrace it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just um, you know it can be from my personal like experiences. Um, mm. It can be just observing people, yeah. overhearing conversations, uh, mm, just seeing things mm. um, on the internet or in real life. Just. Yeah. I think you can find inspiration from anything, mm. from texts, from songs, from just moments and feelings. And I think it's just everywhere. Mm. Um, but for me, it's like I just finished my um, bachelor's degree in Yay! directing. Woo! Congratulations! Thank you. It's been, it's been, it's a, been a while. It's been a while. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be uh, finished now. That's um, amazing. <laughs> But through the last year that I did now, I feel like I've properly like got my last tools that mm. I need as a director to like do to actually be the good director. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it also made me reconnect with myself on a, mm. on different levels because yeah. it makes sense to me now why stories I've told earlier or, or films that I've made or you know why they haven't really been working. Mm. <laughs> Because I've understood that, like, I haven't really, like, even though I've tried to, yeah. I haven't fully, like, dived into the dirt yeah. and, like, just been in the dirt mm. while I work with my films and the storytelling. Yeah. It's been kind of on the surface because I haven't understood how to go down into it and be in it with the actors and, like, mm. and... And I Could think, you elaborate on that when you say, because I think because yeah. I know you, I yeah. think I understand what you mean. <laughs> But if it was for the yeah. listener, what do you mean by going down in the dirt? Yeah. Is it like working on yourself yeah. and your mindset or really understanding the process of making or bringing the script into life and so on? Yeah, I think it's because it's so easy for us as humans in general mm. to, we go through things and and then when you tell it to someone or you talk about it mm. you don't really go down into it mm. you know you talk about it on the surface yes yeah, so people don't go usually in depth of yeah. a situation or a story so it's kind of the same in a sense because uh but as like as a director you kind of to be a good one you mm. have to like be able to both on on rehearsals but also on set yeah to stand there And kind of go into yourself mm. and into the story and be like, shit, okay, why am I, why, what is the point with this scene? What mm. do I want to get across? What is it really about? Yeah. And go into the emotions, the feelings, um, the emotions, the feelings, and just, you kind of have to connect with those bad feelings. Like if yeah. you're telling a story where, let's say it's about love. Yes. And it's about uh, 
unfulfilled love, mm. love that can't be completed. Mm. And, and these characters and these actors has to recreate that. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to do that on the surface. Mm. But if me as a director manage to stand with the directors on set and go into myself and actually like feel my emotions like, fuck, you know, yeah. like, oh shit, should I swear <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> I'm gonna, once, once I up, <laughs> upgrade my equipment, I'm gonna add this like, beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one day maybe next year yeah. we'll have a new interview and then <laughs> but it's fine okay we'll cool. just keep it real <laughs> yeah but yes like to actually just have the courage yeah to basically connect with your true self and your mm -hmm. true story as to why you're telling this and then make them meet you there and yeah. meet them there mm -hmm. because when you are vulnerable and open up and bring your luggage to the table <laughs> yeah or you know <laughs> bring your luggage on set <laughs> on set when you bring your luggage on set you mean i mean this it's not supposed to be a therapy session yeah. but you have to so yeah. you, that's the also the thing as a director you have to you have it's it's easy to think that it's just to show up and and just do the job yeah but there's so much more and you need to know yourself mm. really well yeah and you have to have this understanding of how to understand others and how to like there's it's so complex yeah to and i think that's also the last year now that i've finished i have this whole newfound respect mm. and gratitude but also i'm a bit scared because now <laughs> i see where i need to be yeah and it's so far mm. like i can see myself like oh shit this is this is where i need to be in 10 years yeah but i'm here yeah and how am i gonna get there but <laughs> you know i think that's just like i've realized what what it's about but now it's like that process of fine tuning those tools and yeah. like trying to just live a little as well yeah but also remember to reconnect and like bring that into how you tell a story and what and also when i write i think mm. it's gonna change when i like how i write and yeah. like how i i feel like i have been invested before Yeah. But now I'm realizing that I haven't been as invested as I thought mm. because I have this newfound like information and yeah. and tools to know that oh shit like I need to actually go deep. I need yeah. to go down in the dirt like I said <laughs> yeah. like I think that makes more sense now like you need yeah. to go down and you need to like truly connect with yourself and your hurt, your anger, your sadness, your happiness like you have to find it deep deep down yeah. and then put that in to your work so you're basically saying then when you sort of start working on yourself mm. and also accepting how you're feeling and the experience that you've been in mm. and really fully going in the all of the crap that you've been through <laughs> and the frustrations and looking at them from all, not only outside perspective but like understanding them mm. it gave you i wouldn't say easier i don't think it made it easier but it gave you that perspective like right this is what i need to do to explain to the actors or this is what i need to bring to the set mm. and in order for this to be articulated in this way mm. i need to be completely raw and vulnerable mm. with my people on mm. set mm. to and to my and to yourself yeah yeah I love that because I feel like, again, a lot of people start stuff because it sounds great. Mm. And uh, I've met people where they're like, oh, I'm a director. And, you know, obviously for me, because I haven't done it and it sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, are you? Wow, like sick, right? But then you get to know them and it's just like, oh, 
again status or I just want to tell people what to do mm. and I feel like knowing getting to know you and getting to know your work and the films that you've made I've realized it's actually so much more than just telling someone what to do <laughs> it's yeah. similar when people talk about like oh, I want to be a boss or I want to be a CEO or a leader yeah you're not telling people what to do you're also like so I wouldn't say living with them through it, but sort of like <laughs> going along with them and, you know, stepping mm. up first and be like, listen, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, I'll try it first or I've done it. Just like mm. the exercises I think you mentioned a long time ago where you've had, like, I think it was a school when you were doing these exercises, like breathing exercises and connecting mm. with yourself and how you connect with the crew on set and so on. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's always in everything we do, it's mm. so easy to have an idea yeah, of how something like. is supposed to be or yeah but i think it's just and it will be different from every person to person uh but i think and truly believe that like no matter what you do it's about being a good person mm. and seeing others being there for others mm. supporting others but also remember to support yourself yeah through all of the processes and i think for me as a director it's important or producer um because i you know i do both um and but it's it's really important for me to i never when i make a film it's never like i never say that this is my film mm. like i made this i made this <laughs> like this is on me because if mm. i the on the truth is if if i was you know because there are there are people that are like oh this is my film this is like a, a film by me mm. and that's cool you know yeah, everyone got to do what they want to do and, you know, suit yourself. But yeah. if the truth is, if I were to go out and make a film all by myself, it wouldn't really be a film, would, would it? Yeah. Because true. you you need all these people to, to be a part and of... And bring it to life. And to bring it right? to life. Yeah. And I think it's so important that, yes, it starts with the director's vision, mm. but then you build that vision together. Yeah. So it's always a team effort and 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 that's what you want mm. you want to have people on board that feel like to take owner ownership yeah. that feels like wow i've been just a big part of creating this as anyone else like i feel like this is mine it's partially yeah. mine and i think that's so important because then people perform and do so much better mm. as well because they it's a part they feel of, that this yeah. their own as well have you had sorry I'm just curious have you had like have you been on set and trying to you know bring an idea to life or explain an actor or the people that you're working what they need to do Mm. and you felt like it didn't go through or they struggled to see your vision in some way and how do you because I'm just like so curious when you were talking I was like shit what if (laughs) you know what if you are in tune with yourself and you can bring and articulate it to people on set but then Mm. What if they're not really and truly feeling it? How how do you handle these difficult situations when you don't meet eye to eye, for example? Yeah, do you mean like with actors or in general crew or... Let's go with actors first, yeah. but I'm also interested in crew, like how you handle these issues. So I that's where I've like learned a lot recently mm-hmm. from my school that I've gone to because I studied method, method mm-hmm. acting. And that's like been a great place to find the last tools I needed to talk to actors because that has kind of been my biggest insecurity when it comes to directing I might have like earlier played it cool yeah so everyone else that knows me would be like you don't seem like you're an insecure director but I was just like playing it cool you know it's like <laughs> I like I know what I'm doing but uh, <laughs> I will, yeah 
I was uh, not really knowing what I was doing <laughs> when it came to talking to actors. Um, that's been my biggest, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? Like, lesson, I would say. Yeah. Because I was just like, so how did you, but what techniques were yeah. you using then to sort of like, mm, that helped you to... I didn't really know any techniques before. That's okay. the thing. And other schools are more practical and more like on the production side. So yeah. you don't really learn in depth how mm. to... And of course, like I did okay because I'm a people's person, yeah. and obviously I managed to read and read the room, and like yeah. I'm an empath, I can you know yeah. work with that. But it's it it it's limit. It goes to a certain limit. Like mm-hmm. it's limiting because after that I didn't have anything. So if things stopped up or like they didn't understand, I couldn't really explain mm-hmm. it further because I didn't have any tools. Yeah. But now I've learned, and I mean, there's so many different tools, so I can't really go through everything. But with actors now, it's like working method-based is basically working with sense memory in general, just to give it like a broad explanation. You work with using your memories from the past in your life Mm. and bringing that into the present Mm. in order to relive moments in your mind that will portray as you would in a situation that gives you what you need to perform oh. that emotion in a scene. Oh my God, so, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, so then you have all these different techniques, these different terms mm-hmm. that when you work with actors, you can go, okay, so I want you to find a replacement. And it, there's a lot of respect and a lot of like, like I would never ask an actor and be like, who, what's your, what's your replacement? Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. my place. Like yeah. what they work with, it's up to them. Okay. Like you don't, interfere too much with their because it's very personal very private and very like they have their own so they sort of just bring it then yeah so then you say like i want you to find a replacement um and then a replacement means it could be a family member a friend a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and then i could say i want you to put that uh person in the corner of this room and and then what happens is the actor talks to their counterpart as if they're talking to that person awesome. because they're bringing that person into the room and that person gives them this feeling that they need. For example, that's one technique. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of different tools like that mm. and working with a lot of different ways. Like, Have you ever been on set and someone might have like brought their situation or whatever to life during the replacement and then really like broken down and cried or yeah felt sure. horrible oh but that's also like that's but but that's yeah. like i guess that's what you need as well yeah that's why you kind of do it but the the important thing here is also like i mean i have so much respect for actors and what mm-hmm. they do like mm-hmm. i have wow um but they also has to know their own limits so you know they yeah. work with what is healthy for them yes so they should never like you never push them to mm-hmm. work on something you know is not good for them you can say i need you to be here mm. how can we get here and yeah. then often they will this is basically working with method actors though so yeah. there's a lot of actors that doesn't do method but yeah you can still use a lot of the tools because the truth is everyone has a method no matter if it's the, me- the yeah, method or method you know everyone has different methods and all of them kind of ground in the same kind of thing yeah you're trying to get to a certain emotion mm. and then you have different tools and so but it's like yeah so you should know your boundaries and know your actor's boundaries and and also be very respectful i think coming um, from because you just said you know you like your empath and you can mm. connect with people and even relate on different levels yeah. i think that's a very great 
great, this amazing quality to have as a director because I'm pretty sure from the stuff I've seen this online when I was doing my <laughs> research on directors, like I've read so many comments about how some of them, you know, can take that for granted from other people or from people and just um, mm. push, push, push to achieve something. Yeah. Have you been on set where you felt like I really need to put some boundaries here? Yeah. Where you felt like this doesn't seem healthy and it's, I don't want to be part of it. Obviously, you don't mm. have to give exact situation. <laughs> but how do you, how have you dealt with being in a place where you felt like this is going out of hand or yeah. I don't want to be part of this or I'm not interested in directing this. Mm. I don't want my name because it doesn't fit with what I stand for. And- yeah, I think you just kind of gotta just follow your intuition like we talked about earlier (laughs) um follow your intuition and if something's off listen to it and and you gotta reconnect with your integrity as well i think that's important Mm -hmm. and i think it's just about there's a difference between setting boundaries and being mean or being a bitch you can set boundaries and be strict but doesn't mean you're a bitch if you Mm -hmm. do it the right way yeah so i think that's important and and it's taken me a long time (laughs) to get like i didn't really start to connect with my like own true inner like voice until last fall Mm -hmm. so i'm still learning but every time like when i have like sat my foot down or like set clear boundaries and been kind of more strict than i usually am because i'm very positive and very like you know i like to be a people's person try not to be a people's pleaser anymore yeah i think but you know i'm trying to exchange that word with going with the flow yeah because someone said that to me the other day well not the other day but it's been a while but then it was more like oh you're such a people pleaser and i was like no i think i'm just like easygoing i don't want to have any drama i'm not like very picky about things unless Mm. shit hit the fan and i'm like right i need to put my foot down because now you're just taking the piss like yeah no don't don't take my kindness for stupidity because that's not the thing no so i think with you as well because we're very easygoing we're like "Mm, okay whatever yeah until something happens you're like you know what yeah Mm, no yeah (laughs) and i think like the times that has happened when I put my foot down, also before I started finding my voice, my stronger voice, yeah. um, I've just gotten positive feedback. Like yeah. every time I have set clear boundaries, people mm. come to me like, wow, that was so good. Like, yeah. that was great. I love the way you did that. And I'm just like, wow, it's actually not a bad thing to yeah. be having boundaries. I think it also shows being... that you're in your right, you're aligned with yeah. your higher self because mm. it feels right. I think in the beginning it feels a bit like, oh no, should I, should I not? Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to seem, oh, this is something... <laughs> I know. I feel like as women, we're trying to like just replace. I don't want to sound like a bitch or mean. Yeah. But you're just being clear. Yeah, you're you're being clear. Healthy boundaries. Yeah. And I think also uh, sometimes you just gotta remember that at the end of the day, you you have a role. So no matter what, if you know the people you're working with or not, yeah, you have a responsibility and you have to do your job to get the through the day yeah so if you have to be strict or be clear mm. it's not personal yeah and if someone and that's something i'm working on as well like both in a professional level and, level and privately yeah. to not you can't be a mind reader because yeah. for so long <laughs> of my life for so long of my life for so much of my life yeah. i've always tried to like think what other people would how they would react or what they would respond or mm. like kind of adapting my self and like how i speak and how what i say Mm. will affect them or like and try to like as if i could read their minds but it's you can't but you try to like constantly like adapt to that and be like oh no i don't want them to take take it like that like Mm. no 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 no. and now i'm just like started to be like you know what i just have to be myself unapologetically yeah and just say 
things like they are. Mm-hmm. And if someone's hurt or if someone gets offended, mm-hmm. then they they can come to me and we'll explain it. And then we can have a talk. Yeah. And and it's not about like wanting to like you know because you don't want to be disrespectful or anything. But I think it's just we we need to learn to take more space. Yeah. Not be afraid to take space. Definitely. And then that's what I'm also work like working learning towards. to work on. And this is like also connected with finding your inner like voice. And, yeah. And, and and I think that's it's, it's super interesting and super exciting and I think it gives you and yeah like yeah it just gives you more confidence yeah. I guess and th- that's great and I think it's just it's just about being able to say things and then you have to be open to put your ego and your um, pride away yeah so if someone comes to you and says yo I didn't like what why would you say that yeah like I feel hurt or yeah. I don't understand you can be like oh what that dude that was not like yeah, i'm mad. very sorry yeah i did not mean to sound like this or even even if someone doesn't come to you if you just know that oh shit i was what i just said or like how i just acted now yeah was a bit too harsh it was a bit mm-hmm. too straight like it was and actually just put your pride and ego aside and just go over and be like so listen just back then i i realized that that was a bit too much yeah i'm very sorry and just this we're right. human yeah so i think it's important to remember that we are allowed to try and fail or fail forward like i've learned from you i use that so much (laughs) like i'm failing forward yeah just we're human so it's okay to like say something do something but then just own it yeah oh take ownership Ownership, of it for yourself and then apologize if you have to just move on from there and move on from there and learn and grow i think that's the best so i'm curious because we're just talking about you know taking more space Mm. which is something i'm also working on I'm curious, as a female director, yeah. a woman director, mm. have you felt like you've had moments where you've been around male directors and they've sort of like not only spoken down on you, but like made you feel less inferior, made you feel like, oh, but you've just graduated, like, what do you know? Or even undermined your work in where we felt like right now, I need to speak up mm. and take more space. Because I think for a while back we spoke about like directors in general mm. and how the majority are men mm. and there's not enough women so how has that been been for you going into that world knowing that you know i'm very passionate about this and you're very intuitive as well with yourself how have you tackled that have you been in those type of situations i think because it's kind of fresh like i haven't really been in the industry for so long yet mm. after like finishing my studies yeah so I don't really have that many experiences with it. How I've kind of per- how I perceive it as of now, mm. so far, I think that's kind of a prejudgmental thing. Yeah, that is kind of like that's is expected because mm. like the experiences I have working with like other directors and the ones I usually work with that are men mm. are super inclusive. Super. Yeah. Then again, like I haven't been that long and worked yeah. on bigger. Project or so this series. is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna like interview another time <laughs> later next, on next year or sometime because this girl's doing so many projects, which is pretty dope. That would be really cool to to yeah. have a deeper look into. But I definitely think it's allowing yourself to take space is yeah. is important. So I'm definitely gonna remember that. Yeah. But that the, there is a an interesting thing about this because we, we kind of in the film industry you kind of have a higher hierarchy. Yeah, the people in the industry now, and mm-hmm. also like my generation, we are kind of working towards kind of removing that. 
We're, yeah. we're like, yeah, because you shouldn't come to a p- new production as like a as a big like let's say like a feature film or a series and be a production assistant and then feel like you are so small. Mm-hmm. And and like I just worked on a production like here a couple of weeks ago, two days as an assistant, and I felt so included. I oh, felt like everyone yeah. was just so they were just like you know everyone was saying hi, asking who I was, my name, and introducing themselves. And I think it's just we're starting to evolve away. Yeah from that old hierarchy and I really love that because yeah. it that, makes you just feel included like yes. or even inspired to do your job and like yeah. come up with ideas yeah. and but, be more creative but that hierarchy has been there so long mm. and it's very in a sense limiting to that what we talked about about taking space it's yeah. it limits the possibility to take space mm. and obviously even though I think it's great that the hierarchy is on his way out <laughs> you know yeah. you still have to know your place in a sense like when I'm an assistant I would never go and just go to the director of a feature film and be like hey maybe you should do it like this because like you can't really do that <laughs> yeah. because like <laughs> it makes sense especially but, if that person is like me for example if I would go to someone who've had 20 years experience in an industry mm. I could suggest ideas but maybe the way they've been doing it they just know what the outcome might be like mm. so I'm like okay I have an idea what do you think and like you know come up come come yeah. to it as a I have a suggestion what do you think about it rather than you're wrong I'm right type of situation yeah but it's just like when you're on set there's not really room for you to do that. Like, if you are included, like, if you are included in the project in pre-production, yeah. and it's your role to be in a director's assistant, and you're supposed to come with those advice, but if you're just a production assistant, mm. it's not, like, it's, so that's the thing oh, about hierarchy, sense. like, because yeah. you can't really, like, you're not supposed to interfere. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and, and in a sense, like, I can understand that, even though... Like, I think it's great that we don't have to have such, like, limitations. Yeah. You still have to, like... Understand that there under- is different... Yeah. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, level, a, there's a time and space. Yeah. There's a time and space. Yeah. So it's about taking space in the space you have. <laughs> <laughs> as, well, as, good as, as well as you can. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But I think mo- most often, uh, most people are very open mm. to, you know including you and yeah. and I just think that I feel like when we're talking what something also got in my mind is the more you've learned to take space in your own life mm. you've brought that with you to your career or your job yes. yeah so I, I'm all for connecting like personal development working on yourself yeah and bringing how that have a positive effect on your yes. job and vice versa because I feel like sometimes we can forget and we can just mm. sort of like um, differentiate Mm. No, this is just work yeah. and this is just a me or a hobby. When in fact, it's like, actually, you're one person yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everything goes into one. Oh, I love so this. by working on yourself, yeah. you become like, just this is what I really appreciate about you and respect your um, journey and progress. Because as you said, once you started taking your personal growth and working on yourself seriously, yeah. was it last fall you said? Uh, I feel like you've been yeah. doing it for a long time, but have, maybe last yeah, last it was year was for like seriously, yeah. for seriously, for seriously, <laughs> for real, for, for real, real. <laughs> for real, for real, yeah. yeah, for real in the fall, yeah. 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 So once that started happening, yeah, because I felt like yeah, when we spoke, obviously I didn't know like oh I'm gonna take it seriously. It wasn't like that, but mm. once you started talking about some other project that you had and stuff like you've been doing, I was like wow, I feel like I can see the growth or just the confidence of like. Let me step up to a new era, or not mm. a new era, but like a new 
level of things. So let me try to not direct in a different way, but like articulate my vision in a different way. Because mm. you already like, I don't know, like you start teaching me stuff and I was like, huh. Aww, I'm so you... happy to hear that. Yeah, but it's really cool. And I feel like yeah. this is something I, I really want to bring forth because I mm. feel like you've been creating more. Obviously, I think you're a dope creator and like filmmaker, but I feel like the more you've been working on yourself, the more like when you mentioned the projects you're in, I'm like, hmm, this is, sounds very like mm. something Ida mm. would have done. Like, Aww. you know, and I that think that makes me happy. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you're, it's just alignment. Yeah, I definitely feel I'm much more authentic mm. and aligned with myself. Yeah. Uh, and, I feel like I have found myself and refound myself yeah. in so many different ways. Yeah. Uh the last year <laughs> to two years. Yeah. Like the thing is I've always been very like I've always worked on myself. Like mm. I've always been very like analytical, very like if I'm ever in a situation or whether that is like with friends or family or work or whatever uh i'm always very like i always think through it like mm. afterwards and analyze it like okay so this happened but why did it happen yeah and why did i feel like that how mm. could what i said affect this and like how okay and like always try to understand situations yeah on a deeper level on, on a deeper level mm. and like reflect yeah i've always been a big reflector mm. reflector like, it sounds like <laughs> I'm just gonna put up a reflector here and get some light. Um, no, but I think this is Norwegian English. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think you can call it a reflector. Let's Maybe just, not. We just call it a reflector. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you know, but like it makes those, sense. those eye support, like people know, yeah. like those eye support things or the <laughs> things that you know reflect light when you're on a shoot. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. But. Um, yeah. But it reflected on the medisky. Let's just say it in Norwegian. <laughs> Get it uh, over with. But, yeah. but, um, but then, but yeah, something happened. Mm. I can't really remember what or like when or how it kind of started. Yeah. But it just started to just having this, I guess, need to know more, probably. Know more and connect with myself yeah. in a different way. And then I kind of just started, yeah, working on it more awarely more consciously yes with more awareness mm -hmm. and i started and yeah and and i think that's also and it happened so many things kind of happened at once mm. so it was like my personal journey but then also what i learned in school yeah made me grow so much with yeah. the new tools and like mm. that's also how i you know came to that understanding of having to connect with myself on the deeper level in order to bring that into my work as a director yeah and and i love what you were saying about that because i think like our personal growth development how we see ourselves and the people around us and the world around us mm -hmm. is something that's going to benefit you no matter who you are yes and what you do mm -hmm. and you can always take those things with you into your job or mm -hmm. your studies or your like free time like yeah it's always going to be there for you to rely on and to like understand so much more and learn and grow further yeah so yeah i think that's really really great and it's so cool i think it's just so fun and cool to just get to be on this journey called life i think I it's know, like yeah and i don't think we're 
ever going to understand like every every everything no you know but i think it's just about, and i think that's a good thing yeah you know what when i first started i was very like oh i need to find like what i'm gonna do in my life like the person yeah exactly mm. i just took it so seriously mm. and then after trial and error like really learning reading and studying stuff and like even what you mentioned earlier like finding yourself or feel you know figure out who you are yeah i feel like before it has been so many times like oh now I figure myself out yeah and then something happens I'm like no I yeah, yeah, yeah like as we spoke about, uh, about a couple of weeks ago I think mm. the layers yes like just shedding skin yeah and I feel like there's so many layers that we're shedding because you know we've been programmed and just designed by society in a way mm. for so many years so I'm just like isn't it gonna take you mm. one year to shed one part of you like no. there's so many so true and I think that's for me, it's been like, oh, this is the journey. You just keep yeah. shedding, girl. Yes. Keep shedding. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, so I want to... Quick questions before we, like, end everything. Yeah. Um, I don't want to stop. No, I know. We can talk for hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, when it comes to your well-being, mm. how do you... What do you do to take care of yourself mentally, spiritually, physically? Mm. Um, mm, mm. <laughs> um yeah uh yeah what do you do what's your like do you have a routine or do you have stuff like for me when you mentioned guitar mm. playing guitar for me that's like creative well-being that's like yeah you know, just zoning out from everything yeah disconnecting externally and reconnecting internally and just being like oh this is me mm. but other than that what do you do to um let's say you've had a bad day on set or let's say you've struggled or you don't have that inspiration when you're mm. writing yeah what do you do to take care of yourself yeah just before i answer that yeah i just want to what what you said about like motivation and stuff because I, I think i didn't answer that earlier oh. i've been thinking about it through the whole thing <laughs> like, I, need to, I didn't i didn't say anything but yes like i also have i think for me creativity is very wave it comes in waves yeah so like i also struggle with or sometimes where like i just can't write anything mm. or like just don't have any motivation or yeah. and i think i think i've learned to just accept that and just realize, okay, you know what? I'm not going to force it. Because yeah. in one way, sometimes forcing it can be good. But mm-hmm. you have that's, again, something you have to know for yourself. Yeah. Because sometimes you just know that, oh, if I force this now, it's not going to come out anything. But yeah. then sometimes you know, okay, now I'm just being lazy. Let mm-hmm. me just write a paragraph and then just get that out there. <laughs> yeah. So there's a difference. But I think it's about allowing your creativity to be a process. Mm. And I think also about what we just talked about, about understanding yourself and personal growth development that life and everything we do in creativity as well is a process Mm. that's what i'm also working on now to just understand that the meaning of life is the process the process (laughs) is the meaning and we need to start to learn to fall in love with the process yes and accept that that is where we are because i've also had this like you know i've always wanted to see myself where i need to be yeah but then, and knowing that, oh, I need to be over there. I need yeah. to be so far in the future. Uh, and just thinking about that instead of focusing on the process now. Exactly. So I think and that's enjoying like, that as yeah, well. Good yeah. Re- yeah. Just, yeah. Just good. wanted to put that out there. Thank but you for yeah. bringing that up again. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yes, to answer that question, my, my, my uh, well-being. Well, you know what? I'm still working on that, mm. to be honest. It's been a journey. It's mm. still a journey. And I feel like I don't know the answer to that completely. I feel like I am getting to a better place with it now. 
in a sense, I've been quite lost mm. the past months, and I think I easily forget that we're in the middle of a pandemic. <gasps> like I, I completely forget. Like it's I'm just so like, easy. But you know yeah. what? I think it's partly because we're in Oslo and Norway. Where for those who don't know, things do seem like it's back to normal here, mm. right? And then you will be online or you hear yeah. the news and you're like. Oh shit! It's We're, not. It's not. This stuff is not going back to normal. Yeah. Hopefully, I would say I was just about to say hopefully never, but that's not how I mean. Mm. Um, but you know, because you know, people are outside and things yeah. are happening. You know, there is parties or everything is going on, mm. and then you're like, wait, we are in a pandemic. Like, let's not forget. That's one thing. And then you yeah. know, there's other things we go through yeah. on the side. You know, yeah. everybody has their things, and and uh, and yeah, and so I've just been, I've just been feeling. All, I've been yeah it's been a lot yeah. and it's been uh, but it's been good yeah it's um, a lot of change a lot of change mm-hmm. the past six months yeah one thing I've definitely learned is like well this these last couple of months is like really how to handle change yeah but also jump on the wave of change if that makes mm. sense like just yeah. flow with it because I yeah. feel like before I would I wouldn't say I would rest and um, be strict with myself but I could adapt yeah and move with it but there's been times i'm like oh i don't want to like i just want to be think i don't i want to have things as they are yeah do not change but then you know life happens and you have to move from one country to another or pandemic hits (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it makes you rethink things and refine your values i think i've refound a lot of my values and reconnected again Mm. and i think that's the thing like like you were saying like how you feel like oh i know myself now or like i've i found me yeah and then then something happens you're like yeah and then (laughs) and i think that's gonna be a constant thing because like life like we i think that's what what's great and if you decide to go and explore your journey is that that's what you're going to find that you're always going to get to know yourself yeah. and i think that's the, a good a great gift because you, yeah. you get to relearn new things about yeah. yourself all the time and you grow and and it doesn't mean that it's a setback no but it just like it's if you actually feel a like, step up yeah, yeah and if you like do something that you feel is not really in alignment with what you where you are doesn't mean that it's a setback like i think we need to just get rid of all these like yeah things and ideas of like how and why and how it's supposed to be and just be and just like yeah accept that okay that happened but i'm still growing Mm. it's still uh, you know moving forward but i think it's just uh for me with the well-being i'm gonna continue to work on that trying to find out i think i had a couple of hours in uh, the spring in like february march where i was uh, away from uni Mm. quite a bit because i just realized that i've worked so hard through like studying for all these years and i and I realized that now it's coming to an end. Yeah. And I, I and I realized I was like, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. What the heck has I been working towards? Mm. What? Why have I struggled so hard to like be a straight A student and no absence and like, yeah. like what is it all for mm. if I'm not in a good place and like I'm not connected with myself and I'm not I'm just doing it to do it. That was a thing, and then. <laughs> And now I'm just like trying to land, mm. just yes. settle, kind settle, of, or not settle, but like ground just yourself, ground basically. myself again, and find back to like my own, yeah. And just I, I'm also spending my days trying with my well-being, just accepting that I can just have off days and just not be productive all the time. You know, what? Just... I feel like that's one thing as creators. Mm. One thing we really need to be okay with is not always be on a hundred. Yeah. Not always creating, not like sometimes 
if I have a day off, I'm like, oh, this has been good. But then <laughs> I'll have like this little inner voice, but like, yeah. but you could have done in half an hour, an hour of this and that. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, but I don't, I don't want to, like, I just mm. want to be okay with not doing anything. Yeah. And that's taking a long time to accept. Yeah. And I think you kind of constantly have to work on letting that go because yeah. some, like me as well, like I'll, I can have a great day, just off, an off day, yeah. relax. And then suddenly it's just like, just like a notification <laughs> almost. It just like yeah pops up in my head like you should have sent that invoice like yeah <laughs> and i'm like bitch shut the fuck yeah. up <laughs> like i'm on a holiday for one day now like don't bother me i've checked out like i put my phone on airplane mode no but you know like it's, yeah yeah i think it's just a constant thing that you have to like work on yeah to, to keep it like yeah but that's so that's our also <laughs> we need to notify the notification <laughs> yeah yeah. Where do I? Where in the brand do I turn this notification thing off? Because it's going off when I don't want it. No, but like, yeah. So I'm working on that. Working yeah. on just finding a balance, basically. Yeah. And also with balance, I'm learning that everything will never always be in balance. Honestly, hjertas, I'm giving. I'm just like, f balance does not exist anymore. Yeah. Because especially now with the way like me working and like everything's going on i'm just like this does shit doesn't exist mm. so a part of me is like you either have to go ham at this or just go with it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> work it you know do yeah. work when you have to i mean do work work when you have to and then work on your own stuff when you can mm. and also like have the discipline to do it yeah and but also be like, you know what? You will never like achieve that bliss point of balance. Yeah, and I'm I've come yeah. to a place where I'm like, I'm just okay with it. And I think this is yeah. also accepting where you are in life and like yeah. how everything falls into place. Because you're already working on yourself and working on your business and everything that you're doing. So I'm like, at some point, something's gonna come out of this. Yeah. And if it's not that and if it's not today, then it's completely fine. Yeah. But today I wanna actually wanna see my friend. Or I wanna yeah. just lay and do nothing yeah or i just want to read a book or yeah but that's taking me such a long time mm. i still struggle that sometimes like the other day i went to a place called steinbrunner where i live and it was after work and out the sun was out i was like i just want to be outside so i went like mm. sunbathing and i went to swim and it was so nice but on the way back i had this little voice like you have an hour you know or two before you fall asleep <laughs> so why not do something mm. and i was like no Mm. today has just been relaxing and mm. that's okay but i had to repeat that in my mind and just yeah. be like okay with it but um i've given up on balance <laughs> i yeah. feel like it's all in or nothing and this is a life <laughs> i've chosen yeah. and um yeah but i think yeah, yeah i think that's yeah i agree and i think that i just want to have fun on the way you yeah, know yeah that's i think that's what i'm also like coming to as and that's also what i've been thinking lately i'm just like because now that i'm done and i want to like go all in with freelancing mm. but i'm realizing that <laughs> i'm going to probably need a part-time job because yeah. how am <laughs> i pay my <laughs> rent yeah it's not really going very well yeah. so you know <laughs> kind of need to get a part-time job maybe soon yeah uh, whomever's listening yeah. you get a you got yeah. position how <laughs> let your girl <laughs> i'm ready i got i'm sending you I'll, I'll send you my cv um i'll come for the interview you know but and yeah. yeah but but then i'm just like yeah. what is the point like i just want to do what i want to do i'm, I'm like <laughs> i feel like i just want to and then your rent is like yo i, I see you and have fun but you need to pay me too yeah no that's the i think that's gonna be a struggle sometimes but yeah. 
also feel like yeah sometimes i don't i can't remember what we say in english but like beat some antenna Mm. Just bite your tongue or whatever. Yeah, bite. Yeah, or just like uh, cleanse your jaw. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really an expression, is it? You just gotta like tough it out. And, yes. There just, you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just I'm finding looking... something that can kind of work. Yeah. But ultimately, I feel like I'm just I just want to find something I can do while I'm doing what I want to do to get to the point where I no longer have to do that part-time job. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just want to do yeah. the things I want to do. And I think that's for all creatives as yeah. well. But, and I think also something that I've uh, started to do more is because the, the job or the work that I usually do mm. is a lot of administrative work, mm. a lot of like emails, phone calls, online stuff or on the computer. Yeah. And I think it's so important to mention because I think that's the work that a lot of people doesn't see. They don't see it, you know, and it's not work that is visible. Yeah. And therefore, it's not really accounted or as work or something great even. Like, imagine if you had put all of your admin on Instagram, be like, (laughs) work done. (laughs) Versus, you know, actually putting up a, a... trailer for a film that you've done yeah, or something yeah, yeah it's more visual and more yeah. great looking than a piece of ec- like uh, word or yeah. you know like an email but Excel I, sheet. <laughs> Excel sheet. yeah that was what i was going to say but i think that um i've started to like in my because i have a i have a journal like not a journal is that a journal what is this calendar journal yes. thing yeah yeah and i use that to um not journal journal but to put on points like what i need to get done like tasks yeah that i need to get done and I've started because my mom, because I was saying to my mom, like, I don't really feel like I do work. For, because mm. for me, making those calls, sending those emails doesn't feel like work. Yeah. It comes easy. And, and it's, it's also... you enjoy it. Yeah, because I enjoy it. And I don't really look at it as work. So she was like, just start writing it down. Mm. Like, because what I would usually do is just, I would write points of what, like a checklist what I need to do. But I would never write down, oh, send email to Mace. Yeah. Or like send, call this so I've started to do that because then at the end of the day, I can, you know, cross it out with my green marker yeah. and and see visually that, oh, I've actually done things today. I've been productive. I've been productive. Effective. Yeah. And, and now, now that it's like five, six in the evening, I can actually go home, eat dinner and watch Netflix. Like, yeah. <laughs> and just with, relax. And know good that, co- yeah, like good good conscious, con- conscious. Yeah. Okay. It's that yeah um so i think that's important yeah. to acknowledge your own work that doesn't feel like work or doesn't exactly feel as visible to others yeah and i think that's a lot of creatives work in in the silence of like behind the scenes yeah like behind the scenes writing or doing you know, the research, research like shit is not easy it it's takes not. time yeah there's and and the, yeah so all creds to all of you out there for doing you and for yeah. working and pushing and hustling and just getting things done for you. I think that's so cool and so important yeah. to acknowledge. One last question before we end. Mm. Who would be your... Who would you just love to have... Like, this is... There's no boundaries around oh, this, okay? okay? Who would you love to, one, work with, to an actor you'd like to have on set? Oh. A director... Maybe a director you want to work with and an actor you want to have on set. But like uh, the the hard to, the hard about answering this question is because if I'm working as a director, yeah. I wouldn't usually work with another director. Okay. But if I'm a producer, then I would work with the 
a director. Okay. So that would... let's let's start with this one first. And if you are a producer working with a director, mm. who would that who would that director be? Mm. That's no. such a hard. Uh, myself? No. <laughs> Just clone me. Just like, you know, um, that would be great. No. no, that's a hard question because like, uh, as a filmmaker, a lot of people also ask me, especially like at parties and stuff, they're like, oh, so who's your favorite director? What your... Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've all creds to people that do have them. Yeah. But like for me, I just don't like to choose a favorite director or okay. favorite like person because i think all of them are so great and unique and like you can't compare them i know but do you, would you have like a couple where you feel like i'm inspired by this i mean it would be great to obviously work with like tarantino <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, love, love, love. He's like, like another baby. I mean, yeah. that would be great. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that. Okay. Uh, but actor, I don't know, man. And I don't really know. I think I believe in like finding new talent, not yeah. necessarily using the well-established actors yeah. but trying to find and give new people a chance because there are so many actors out there that and are new incredible voices that we new need to voices as well. need new people yeah you know so i'm not gonna i don't think i'm gonna i don't have an actor well, maybe it would be fun to work with johnny depp okay that would, that would be, be very interesting yeah that would be cool but well, with that being said <laughs> if you ever get on set with denzel washington holla at me again. all right girl i'll be like, like wherever you are like, i'm coming I'm just call you up and be like, girl, so, girl, Denzel. you need to get like, here. Denzel is here. He's like, now. I'm done. I booked you a flight. I'm get out. on it. Yeah, we'll make that work. Oh. But, um, but yeah, and but yeah, I'm super excited for the future in general. Yeah. And I'm I think excited for it's you. good and important to have big dreams. And, uh, you know, I'm currently working in Pod Media, where yes. we are at now. And um, so I just want to give also a shout out to my good friend and coworker, um, Peter Tyson. Mm. Peter Tyson Omli. Peter Tyson Omli. So I'm really looking forward to produce more with him. Yeah. And uh, I have big faith in him as a director. So that would be super. I think that's like my biggest goal would be to like in the future produce one of his feature films. Oh, here yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that's and, good. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm excited for you. And I'm excited for everything that you're going to achieve. And I'm excited for you. Yeah, we're gonna like have another. We this is won't be. This is would definitely not be the first or last one because mm. I, I think I think it's so cool to follow up and see like this. Cool. We were here last year or six what's months ago. Whatever you know, what's yeah. happening and I think you have so much talent value and experience to share and Aww, um, thank you thank you so much I'm gonna be emotional now <laughs> and no. also I'm um, I'm gonna be starting a YouTube channel oh yeah just on the end of this I mean we, we've been trying to end this forever yeah. and they're gonna be tired of us but I'm starting a YouTube channel yes. and I'm, Mace is also gonna be coming on there yeah so You'll see and hear more from us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ida. Thank you for having and, me. And um, yeah, I will add Ida's details in the newsletter. So if you're looking to, you know, reach out, if you have any questions or just follow her work, all of her details will be added in the newsletter. And um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining Thank and um, have an amazing day ahead and week ahead. 